Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. We just watched The Ring. We just got done watching The Ring. And that's what we're going to be covering today. Um, I got to say, so this is like the first time that you were like, you didn't talk at all. Zach had like nothing to say during it. I was taking notes galore. I had a lot to write down about this one. Uh, this is, this was, this was one of those movies that I remember where I was, like how old I was, you know, when I saw it, the moment I saw it, the exact emotions, like this movie scared the fuck out of me when I first watched it. Um, do you remember, I feel like back in the day, I, I think I said this before we watched, but I felt like there was a lot of people that were like snobby about it. Um, mm. because it was like PG and there wasn't really like, it is a slow burn movie. But I, and I wrote this in my notes, I feel like it was like A24 before A24, like A24 horror existed. It did feel like an A24, didn't it? Right. It has like, it has like the hereditary vibe of like, you're like, you're like, fuck, even when nothing bad's happening. It's just like the like vibe and atmosphere and aesthetic like makes you feel uneasy. I feel like, so it's PG-13. I feel, I'm surprised it's PG-13 because I feel like the, the terror it kind of is there. inspires is like rated R. I I thought that was a rated R movie my whole life. I remember so when when I was younger, we lived on this cul-de-sac called Raglan Court, and there was a guy down the street who always got everybody really cool shit. And so he got one one year, um, all of the adults on our cul-de-sac. He got uh, uh, all of them like because uh, we all had Directv, so he got them like a little card that we would slide into the back of the Directv box. If anybody knows what this is called, I have no idea. Um, but it like unlocked the entire DirecTV for us. So we had all of the channels, all of the movies. Like everything was free. We didn't have to pay per view anything. Everything was free. So The Ring had just come out at that time, and I remember my friends and I coming. Where my friends came over one one. I feel like it was during the day. My memory says during the day, but this might have been one of the rewatches we did because we watched it like we we watched it. We must have watched it ten times. Um, and I remember us like cowering on my couch all underneath like we got as into the sofa cushions as we could watching this fucking movie and let me tell you when she came out of the fucking tv lost our shit had to turn it off we were like not able to do this some of them went some of my friends went home they were too young to watch this (laughs) they couldn't handle it and we finished up the movie later but this really like is one of those that every time i watch it still gives me chills yeah like Yes, yes. I just like I still get like chills for like that last end of the movie and mm-hmm. like I I guess I never really noticed that like she does hear Samara say like but I do when the he's like you don't want to hurt people. Like she says but I do, but it's the context that's different, right? Yeah. Because when yeah. she's watching it, she thinks she's saying like but I do and I can't help it, but she's saying but I want to do it, so I yeah. do. Right? And like, I think yeah, and I think that's what I find just so great about this is the villain, is that the villain, as much as this mother Rachel is wanting this little girl to be just a little girl who is wronged, uh, Smar's the devil. Smar's the yeah. devil spawn. She's just fucking evil, and she probably hides the remote. You know, like they say in Scary Movie Three. I could not stop seeing Scary Movie Three while we were watching this. <laughs> I. I couldn't remember which scary movie it was that has the ring. I couldn't remember if it was the first one or like whichever one. But yeah, I always like 
watching that opening, I was like, all right, Jenny McCarthy's not in this opening. That's scary mm, movie. No, no, this is not <laughs> that one. But um, it, it is like there's so many moments that just make me think of scary movie three that I just I could not help myself. I couldn't help myself just while we were watching it. Um, this movie was it, it, it came out at a time where it was was this the one that started really leading the pack? Yeah, of, it was of the first Japanese to. It was the first J horror remake, okay. um, and it did so well. And then it led to like a bazillion others. None of them were ever as good, I don't think. Mm. Um, like the Grudge is is, I mean, it has our girl in it, so I like can't. But it's the Grudge is pretty. The yeah. Grudge gets the like mundane, but it doesn't get the terror. I remember watching Ringu like a long, long time ago. It must have been like right after this one. Um, I think I bought it at Suncoast in the mall. And I went home and watched it, and I was just—it was—it wasn't that different, but it was—I don't know. This just, one just had like a, a polish to it that I really enjoyed. Well, and the thing, and I mean, this could just be like we're like dumb Americans, right? Like, it's of different. course we are. That's what we are. Like, and like, <laughs> but yeah, I think I remember watching the original, thinking like, "Ooh, this is gonna be like scarier," because the other one was a remake, so the original's gotta be like crazier and scarier. And I remember like being like, "Oh." Like it just, yeah. it felt very, very low budget. It was like very low budget with trying to get the creepiness, but mm. like it just never got there. And they explained a little too much of Samara. Really? In that one? I thought they explained more of Samara in this one than they did in that one. Well, because they show that, um, they show more of the therapy stuff and they mm. like explain that. And like we yeah. see more of just like her. I don't know. Like, yeah. I remember there's a scene where she's like on a stage and she points to someone. I don't remember that. I, hmm. so I might have to do, we might have to do a rewatch of that one too. Um, I just remember, I, I, I think this was from my Wikipedia notes. <laughs> uh, so this went into production even without a script. Like they, somebody saw it and wanted to go like directly into it. And it was offered to David Lynch. Which is funny because this time around, I was thinking this has a good David Lynch vibe and I couldn't decide yeah. if it was because Naomi Watts is in Mulholland Drive and he did that or like, and she's in the Twin Peaks revival or like, it's like, this feels like something he could do, but he would have made it too weird. And it would have been like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it would have been like too much uh, because he tends to need someone to be like, ah, ah, ah you're doing too much. And he doesn't have <laughs> someone who says that. Um, but I could see a version of this done by him. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And I it, like I even yeah, I don't know. This movie's just like it's weird that it does still hold up. Like it's not as scary, but it still is like like the way you and I talk about um that opening with Drew Barrymore, how like even if you're not like we even know already knowing it happens, you still she still sells it so well. And yeah. I feel like this movie is kind of like that, where it's like even though we kind of know and we're not like scared, scared, it just it still sells it, right? I think I would. I don't know if this is a controversial take or not, but I feel like I would be more scared watching this one alone in the dark than I would watching Scream alone in the dark on a rewatch. Um, I think this one would still get me, but the fact that I, I was watching it on Zoom and I was like meant to take notes, you know, I was like half focused on the movie, half focused on my notes. Um, but I do think like if I sat down and watched it in, in the dark by myself, like it would still hit me and I would probably be like looking in the in my darker corners. Um, <laughs> but this opening really, man, this opening, I think even on this rewatch kind of it's still something chills up my spine and yeah. really held up for me. And it's weird, right? Because there's no action in it. 
there's no like chase scene there's no it's just like creepy but it does it well yeah unlike scary movie three there's no actual pillow fight there's no like oh you whore you're a whore you're a slut she does hit um, her with a pillow once which mm. i was like oh right that's what <laughs> there is no pamela anderson though but it's still like really creepy because it's these two girls they're just kind of chilling out you know it's not anything too y2k or anything too dated yeah. right like, like it two feels friends. very it feels very anytime um yeah. And when they you, start, you talking, love a not dated. You oh, love I that. love a not dated. If something is too dated, it really like gets under my skin. I really don't like it. But when they start talking about this videotape in the seven days and like the look on when Amber Tamlin's face just drops, she sells it. She fucking yeah. sells it for me. I'm like, oh, I don't even want to watch the rest of the movie. <laughs> and you know what? I actually, I I don't know that I realized this before. I didn't realize Amber Tamlin was like patient zero. Well, like her friend group were like patient zero for the tape, right? Are they? I, that wasn't clear to me. So I was trying to, the I, I, the plot does get a little weird for me, um, trying to follow all the threads to it. Is that well, what's like, happening I'm, here? Is they I, are? I could be wrong, but like, this is the okay. first time I ever was like, wait a minute, because it's like, the girl says that she heard. So that's what throws me off is the fact that her friend, Becca tells Katie, I heard, and Katie yeah. is the one that watched it. So how did Becca hear about it? But like, I think it's the first time. I think it's supposed to be like, that is the tape. Because okay. they said, because they, where did I, I looked up, I was looking up shit. Um, and it said that like, that's the Samara, the thing that she can do is burn things in images, right? That's how she puts the tree in the barn, which yeah. I don't understand how the tree in the barn came, got there if she died after she saw the tree, like she would have seen the tree and died. Magic. Not back to the, yeah, sure. Um, and that's how, because what did they call them? Um, now I'm looking at my notes. I feel like I'm oh watching. I'm like, got my two computers. Hey, you're getting more of this lore than I am though. I've just, I just got the basic plot point of the, the, the basic story. <laughs> so wait, so her powers, shit, no, I can't find it in my notes. Um, it's hard for me to oh. disconnect this one from the lore that they try to build in the other ones. So the other lore and the other two kind of seep in a little bit here. I've never it fucks seen... fucks me up. I Wait. Is Rings the sequel? Rings is the sequel, right? Yeah, and they create a whole bunch of like other mythology to it, and it just like messes with my memory for just this one. So I you tell me. I don't like that one, um, and yeah. I never saw the other one. But, so wait, so the... When he's looking, when he goes to the, when he breaks into that place and looks at her files, it says, because I had to look that up. I was like, wait, I don't know what that is. Uh, thermography sessions. Thermography is like a, basically, you know, when the predator has heat vision, that's basically what that is. So uh. that's why it makes no sense that the images, like that should be her brain, but the images all come out as like the fucking rocking horse and the tree. And it's because... Uh, Samara's psychic abilities are known as Nensha, which is a form of spirit photography that enables someone to burn images from their mind onto any solid surface by thinking about it. Explaining why her adopted parents suffered nightmares and bad visions. This is also how she burned her images onto the videotape Katie and her friends used to copy a sports game on TV. Okay. 
Okay, so what I'm happy about? <laughs> Long pause for the for the audience. Um, I was trying to process. I'm not the smartest. Um, I'm glad that that is only like really listed in files and like very like if you're going to deep yeah. dive into the movie, I'm, then that's good that we have like an explanation if you want it. Um, because it is a lot. That's that's X Men shit. Um, yes. <laughs> so I could buy them as like Group Zero then. Uh, but right, that's the only thing that made me think because it is like that was the tape that they brought and it got put on air. So yeah. like it wasn't like they found this tape. You know what I mean? Like that's the only reason they make. But I don't remember. Did they do they say that in the movie? They might have. I don't think I don't know if they do, but it just then 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 why does Becca know about it? Why did the other friends who haven't seen it know about yeah. it? If this is something that's kind of like it's almost like a Slender Man thing, right? If we're going to bring it into modern. Right. Age, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Slender Man is just passed around. But like a lot of people don't even know what the origins of Slender Man would have been. But also the I was trying to figure out the parents age because that's what always threw me when I used to watch this before. Like, when did she get thrown in that? Well, like, yeah. Because he's older, but it's not like he's like, you know, a hundred. What was 1978? What was that year that they were talking about? What happened during that year? Because they mentioned 1978 and that stuck out to me, but I wasn't sure what was happening in 1978. Was that when they gave birth? Was that No, I'm she, they adopted her, right? Or no, they, she did when, give birth. Did the mom give birth to her or did they adopt Guys, this is a bad recording. <laughs> we're doing horrible with our facts. We just watched the movie, I promise. It's just <laughs> no, a it's lot okay. of like... I think dates are that do not matter here. We're going to say this is a timeless universe where the, the, there are no dates. But There's also, the movie's from like 2002, so like yeah, yeah it was okay. a while ago. <laughs> it is it is completely fine. Um, but yeah, no. So we have this opening where these these girls are in the, this house and um, and Katie is obviously like super freaked out. Becca's kind of just poking fun at her. They they there's so many. They, this scene really brings and brings the tension and tells you what the tone of the rest of the movie is going to be. Like this yeah. whole movie is bathed in this like green tint that makes it look sickly and like mm. it's kind of like dying on its own. Um, or like a hospital almost like, almost. like it's been thrown down a well, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> um, and and you know, Katie's experiencing these weird things because this is her seventh day this is her seventh day so she's on edge she's getting phone calls you know from her mother that would put me on edge too (laughs) um no but the tv when the tv starts going out that's what like freaked me out right like because it's in such quiet and like you just hear the like tvs in film are sinister and perfectly so Uh, for me like I actually put that in my notes a lot. Like the the fact that they don't, especially in that opening, music, when there's a little bit of music for the building tension, it's very quiet. Mm-hmm. And I think that 100% works towards its advantage of creepiness. So the fact that there's yeah. like, when you hear that shh, that's not really a loud noise, but because there's no other like music or sound, it feels so loud and like yeah. almost makes you feel kind of claustrophobic because it's like, ah, she can't like escape the sound of this fucking TV. Yeah, because even when she, even if she turns it off, comes right back on. If she unplugs it, like I love this the the moment where she turns it off, she turns around and it turns back on, and we and we can see it in the reflection, right? We can see it in the reflection of these like windows that are in her living room, and she goes up to it. And the shot where she goes up to it and she's like face to face with the TV for like a couple seconds before she unplugs it. Oh, it just gets me like every time. Like I could, I could jizz my pants out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> So scared I jizz my pants. <laughs> All right, sure. I have different reactions to everybody else. It's okay. <laughs> she might want to get that looked at. <laughs> it's just so fucking good. And then, like, the climax of this scene where she, you know, goes upstairs and, and everything's, like, wet and she opens the door. That is so abrupt. And, like, the it, it just, like, ends so abruptly that it's just so jarring and you're like, what the fuck just happened? 
and it's so good. Like I, in my head, I was like, wait, is she going to find her friends? I thought she dies, but like, cause I thought like she was going up to open the closet door to see the face, but like that's later. Um, yeah. Cause it had been a while since I saw this movie and I fucking love this movie, yeah. but yeah, I, it's so weird, right? Cause you don't see it. You don't see the thing happen, but it's still yeah. fucking creepy, right? It is, it is arguably the most uncomfortable part of the movie um it has to be and then we kind of get into our story and we have rachel and aiden rachel as a mom she's not the most traditionally maternal um i remember when i was younger like not being sure if aiden was her like son or something because he he, like calls her rachel and you know um and noah's his dad but like they have no relationship and Wait, I need to point out that, like, you, like, casually mentioned this when we were watching it. <laughs> I thought Zach was talking about Noah, the, like, yeah. ex. I was like, you thought that man was her son? How did that work? <laughs> it's, you know, ages, ages. Um, if you're going to if you're gonna have a, a 50-year-old woman, you cast it with a 28-year-old, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just, um, like, a rugged 18-year-old. <laughs> what do you think of these characters, though? Like, the, the our, our main characters, and especially Rachel. I... I like, so a thing I like in horror movies that like, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of like older ones didn't do is like, I don't know, there would have been some like punishment for like being a like mom who isn't married to the dad and like, they're just like ex-boyfriend and ex-girlfriend, but like, they're cool, right? Like, they're like, they're not really co-parenting because he's not really doing much dad stuff, but like, clearly that's not, she's not like mad at him. Like she doesn't want him in the kid's life that much, I guess. Um, so I kind of like, like when a horror movie gives us a non-traditional and that's not like a plot point that like, Ooh, look, they're not, you're like typical. What it's just like, yeah, they're not typical. Also yeah. there's the horror stuff. And it's not really going to play into the larger story. Um, yeah. I guess it does in terms of just, you know, knowing relationships and understanding who yeah. these people are and their backstories. Um, because yeah, like Noah doesn't have anything to do with, with, with Aiden. He's kind of just there, but like Aiden knows about him and Rachel's had this conversation. Like, this is your dad. If you run into him on the street, like she, yeah. like he does, it's like, this is your daddy. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> um, and Rachel almost is like, like I said, she's not, not a non-traditional mother. You know, she doesn't, Really, it's like her and Noah are both like, we have this kid. What do we do with this kid? You know, <laughs> we got to keep it alive. And Noah's like, I can't do this. I got to go. And Rachel's like, I guess I could like keep you alive. You know, <laughs> um, here's a bus, bus token. Here is a, here's the number to the Chinese place down the street if you're hungry. Um, but Aiden is like this little boy. He's basically taking care of himself and his mom, right? Like he lays her clothes out for the funeral and like really Rachel is raising Aiden to be his own independent person at seven years old. Yeah. However, yeah. <laughs> and and like, she even says I that relate. to the teacher, right? She, yeah. <laughs> she says to the teacher like, Oh, well he like, doesn't need this. And the teacher's like, but he's drawing these pictures of her dead. Yeah. And she's like, he's just expressing himself. He's fine. Like. No, he, he does it while he smokes his cigarettes in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he's just got to unwind, you know? He gets his vodka, vodka on ice and, you know, yeah. has some art sessions. And I love this. I love their dynamic together because I totally buy them as like this mother son who are both yeah. kind of looking at each other like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> what do I do with it? You know? <laughs> and yeah. it carries over into like the second one as well. Um, well, I mean, Naomi Watts is a very good actor she just like at this time wasn't like famous when she did this movie how famous was she because i guess i i've never been like a 
I, I follow a lot of celebrities, but I don't think Naomi Watts is one of those. I've like tracked her career. Um, so I don't even know how famous she was at this point, really. This point, no. She it was like, uh, I think it was like, oh, I know her from this one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. Um, well, then I have to I imagine like this led into other things like King Kong and, and all the yeah. bigger projects that she's going to do like right after this. Um so the, I, I, I always think the family things are really interesting with this story because we have – and I didn't notice it as much on other watches as I did this time trying to think a little bit more critically with it. And um, so this whole thing is kind of about parenting and like yeah. how they do it. Like Noah and Rachel are parenting this – or Rachel's parenting this right, kid. Right. But um, – and she's kind of doing it in the same way that the Morgans do it with Samara in that they're, they're, they're similar and different. So that she's doing it in the same way that they're doing it as like, they're kind of just like, like Aiden's a little bit isolated, just like Samara was a little bit isolated. Um, and I think the difference here is, and they both have like abilities, right? Like think, so Aiden is supposed to have these abilities, correct? I think Even so. looks a little bit like Samara. I thought <laughs> as her. Yeah. Terms. He does. Um, and you know, while the Morgans couldn't handle Samara's abilities, I mean, understandably so Samara's literally from, the fucking Evil. devil's yeah. spawn. Um, <laughs> the devil's butthole. <laughs> um, like, Rachel's not really freaked out by Aiden's abilities. Like, she kind of, like, accepts them as as they are and just kind of leaves him to do his own thing. Um, but when Aiden does watch this videotape later on, Rachel is, like, horrified. She, like, her mothering instincts come in at that moment, and she's like, I have to save my son. This is, like, there's even the moment where, like, right after Aiden watches it, um, Noah calls, and she's like, he watched the tape, and Noah's like, who? And she says, our son, and that's, like, the first time she says our son. Well, you know, with Samara's evil powers, um, they just kill her, like, put her in the barn and then kill her. I, I, I almost think it enhances the watch. Like, of course, the first, nothing beats the first watch of this movie. Yeah. Um, but I do think on, like, you know, us watching it now, it's like, it, it almost enhances it being like, fuck, she's on the wrong track completely. And, like, seeing Brian Cox kill himself is more, like, sad. Because it's mm-hmm. like, fuck, this, like, man had this evil adopted child who, like, tortured him and his wife. His yeah. wife killed herself. All of his horses died because of this evil child. And he realizes she's never going to stop. So he just fucking kills himself. And like the first watch, you see him as this like evil dad, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it throws you for a loop that it's like, oh, you think he's going to be the villain, but then he just kills himself. And you're like, huh, but you think he's killing himself. Cause like he feels bad, but like, no, everything he says is true. Like she's and not going like, to stop. No way out of it. Like yeah. he's tangled in this web. And really like you try to explain that, Hey, my daughter is the devil. To other people, they're going to be like, you are a fucking horrible, yeah. and I would too. I'd be like, you're a horrible daddy. What's wrong with you? You locked her in the barn? Be like, you don't get it. Like, I, I had these creepy shits in my head all night long. She was showing me, like, people sitting on the toilet, having the runs, like, whatever my horror story would be in my head and that getting she would stabbed. show me. Stabbed, you know, whatever you can think of that's horrifying. She's showing Ghost face attacking you as you're having diarrhea. <laughs> and that's what she's showing, yeah, and <laughs> and, and she, like, doesn't sleep, which, by the way, I relate so much to Samara. I don't sleep either. She never sleeps. Me neither. Okay? You're not that special, girl. Zach will not text me back for a day, but then I'll get, like, eight texts at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, getting up stretching. Well, I just got to mention that. So, like, the, the kid, Aiden, goes up to his cousin's room after the funeral. Yeah. 
And it reminded me of a story that I've told before about my nephew, but it did make me think mm. of that when I found my nephew staring at the wall in my grandma's room where she died. Yeah, and he was saying, refresh us, refresh us, just briefly. So I like, it was on Thanksgiving, I found, it was the first Thanksgiving after my grandma died. I found him in her room with the lights off, staring at the wall. And I was like immediately terrified and was like, William, just come here, come here. Because I didn't want to go in the room because I was scared. So eventually I just went in the room and like grabbed him and he was like very hot and just started crying. Mm. Didn't say anything but cry until I got him downstairs. And my sister-in-law asked him what happened. And he said, great grandma. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> it's and, and, and you get that feeling from this, too, is like when the, he's walking into her room. When he's walking up to her room, we're getting flashes. So, like, he's seeing this. He's kind of, like, already knowing what happened. Um, and then he goes into her room, and it does feel like that. It feels like, you know, this, this empty space that something is lurking in, you know? Um, I didn't really understand that part. So, like, in if you look into, like, the black TV screen, the black mirror of a TV screen in the back, like, the background kind of ripples like somebody's going by. I didn't understand that. I, I think it has something to do with the fact how their faces get, like, when they're on, Maybe. like, video. Yeah. And it's kind of like she almost, like, inhabits the TV. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It could be. Maybe she controls the black mirror, I guess. I don't know. And then the, the mom is the one who kind of, or Katie's mom is the one who kind of, like, gets Rachel to go on this journey and, like, figure out what happens. Like, Rachel's a true crime girl, by the way. And I love that. Um, you do. But you I you really, love a true crime. I do love a true crime. And I like Rachel being into true crime. Um, I, wait. Wait, I okay. got to point out. So like the first time I saw this movie, I missed that opening, which is wild that I missed mm-hmm. that opening the first time. I was like, we were very late. We walked in as uh, Rachel's at the funeral. And so when Katie's mom is like, I found her and they put that <laughs> scene of her opening. So we literally were like, it's a packed theater. We're walking in front of people. And my friends screamed. We're standing up, walking, like going through the aisle to find seats. And my friends screamed because a face appeared on the screen. And we were like, okay, come on, we got to keep going. <laughs> and that's so what I always like. It like kind of makes me laugh when I see that, just because I imagine my friends screaming, standing up at a movie well, theater. Understandably, it's fucking <laughs> terrifying like that to be your first image in the fucking movie. Of course, of course. Um, so her mom found her like that, and her mom wants some fucking answers, right? I almost thought it would have been cool to see like a sister team up, like her mom joined this kind of investigation yeah, yeah. to you know figure out what happened to her daughter. Um, but we don't get that, and 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 you know. Katie kind of sets us off on our journey because this happened. But you know what I found really fucked up is that um, because Rachel is this type who sits at her desk and like doesn't do anything. And then the boss comes up and it's like, you're fired. And she's like, no, I'm not. And she says it like three times and like basically dismisses the boss. Um, she's like, I've got this good story. Um, so she was going to write a story about her niece's murder. She was going to like exploit that. Well, I think it was more like she was going to like find out like and write a story about it. Yeah, I okay, wait, 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 wait. It's not you sometimes <laughs> as a writer, you write things, you write what you know. So like, you know, I wrote a story about my friend dying. If I was murdered, <laughs> you better not write no fucking story about that and exploit but it. They weren't they said she wasn't murdered. That was like because it was like ruled a suicide. Uh, like all okay. their deaths were ruled, but like clearly it wasn't a suicide because how do you make yourself mm-hmm. I wonder if she what? ever wrote that story. I guess she didn't in the second one. It doesn't mention it, but I don't know if she was going after a story about this evil videotape killing everybody. It's like, mm, questionable there. Questionable. <laughs> um, also, I need to point out uh, Adam Brody plays a friend. Oh, handsome, yeah, handsome like Adam very Brody. Briefly. Yep. But I did look up um, uh, the OC came out the following year. So I guess he like mm. wasn't 
He was yeah. almost there though, but we get it yeah. like a first, like a like a, a, a quick glimpse of him. Yeah, um, because all the friends, like all her friends, literally know about this this videotape, and like her boyfriend had died also, like on the same day her boyfriend had died. So I want to know about like everybody else. In was it only those two? No, because she watched looks the up tape. The, no, she looks up the other. All four of them died. All four okay. of the friends that were okay, there, okay. and they all died at ten p.m. Because she looks it up on the in like whatever. Hmm. Um, but you would think everyone would be a little bit like, wait a minute. Oh, and but That's I feel weird. it. I feel like the spookiness of that is like you want to sit with everybody because you're too scared. You know, you don't want to be by yourself. But then you're all gonna die. It's just all gonna happen anyway. So you're nobody's safe. Um, <laughs> um, there the also of- was a there also was a plot line cut out of the movie that book that uh, like fill me in, fill me started in. and ended. So when this movie came out, I was so obsessed with it. I looked up like everything. Um, I had to look up what the name was. I forget who the actor was. I put it on my. I like screenshot my notes. Um, God, what the hell is his name? The actor Chris Cooper was mm. in it originally. Um, he played like a rapist murderer that she was investigating. Like she was doing a case on him. And apparently he was a guy she interviews and he says he found God. So he shouldn't go to jail. Like shouldn't get like go to jail or whatever. And then at the end, that's who they dropped the tape off to is like him because he's like a rapist murderer. I don't think I would have been mad at that plot. Yeah. I'd I mean, we didn't really it. need it, but I, I would have. Didn't really need it. It's already like an almost two hour movie. It's like, I think a couple minutes off of two hours. I will so. say on this watch, I was like, mm, there's a little bit they could have cut out here. I was okay with all of it. I was like, it didn't feel like a two hour movie to me this time. The fairy scene is another one that really gets me in this. When, when Rachel's out going to this, what island is it? Some island, whatever. The island that Samara lived on. Because um, there's a lot of horses. Midnight Mass Island. <laughs> it did. There's a Midnight Mass. This We got some Midnight Mass prequel here. Um, that's what is going on in this town. Uh, and the, But, like, I hate, I hate animal horror where, when they kill the animal for some shock value or something like that. So when the horse, like, gets loose and, like, jumps over the ferry and, you know, it's bloody. I had to look down the entire time. I, I, I couldn't watch it. But because it really gets under my skin, it's like it's it's too much for me. It's like a such a short scene, but when she um goes to wherever that other place is to like investigate the video, I don't remember what it is, but it's like that other place where the woman's like, "Here, this is how you do it," and she's mm-hmm. like, "That's where she finds the lighthouse in it, while she moves like the tracking or whatever." Um, I always Technology. think of that. <laughs> I always think of that scene with like when she's like, what is this? And it's the fly. And she like pulls it out of Mm. the screen. And I just, the image of the other woman coming in and being like, Oh, do you, are you okay? Do you need help? And her just like in a fucking daze, like what? And her nose bleeding and the fly flying away. I think that's such a good, like, cause it's uh, so weird. It's such like a weird, like blending of reality. And, and this technology is supposed to be like in the videotape, right? Like this is not supposed to be in reality. I think that's one of the most creepy parts of it is that all of this is like kind of blending. Um, technology is a major killer in this one, man. You know, I noticed, um, cause a big part of Samara's backstory, right? Is that she was having these visions. So her, she was driving her mother crazy. So her dad built like a bedroom for her up in the barn and stuck her up there and put a TV up there. And like, even Noah says like, well, she wasn't entirely alone referencing the TV. Like that's all she had. She was isolated with the TV. So like technology is like a big part of Samara's whole background. That's why she creates a videotape. So why like, I think her dad kills himself with all of this technology, you know, like, um, 
And then that's kind of, I don't know, Fismar's like, I enjoy her. She's a little film student, you know? She's getting creative with her little kills and her, <laughs> her she's, she's got seven days to spook you, you know? She's going to pull some digital trickery. You hate a TikTok, but a VHS tape is okay? A VH, I am a millennial, okay? This is makes more sense to me than a TikTok. Are you even a millennial? <laughs> um, but no, I love it. I love the little, you know... Um, I think it gets a really hokey in the later ones when they're like, I don't know, they have a whole fucking, what was it, a, the big video lab where they're like churning out these tapes like, like you know, nothing. I just business. remember not liking the second one and then I never yeah. saw the other one. So. Yeah, okay. Well, like they like are, are mass producing these tapes and like putting them on YouTube and shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like when it gets all into that. I guess somebody could make a TikTok out of it. I wonder if anybody has. If this is like TikTok bad. If Samara, does Samara have a TikTok? Does she have a TikTok? <laughs> hey guys, you're I, cursed now. Seven days. Like and subscribe. <laughs> if you get someone else to subscribe, then you're not cursed. Ooh, guys, let's get up to one million. Come on, guys. <laughs> By the end of the year, it's a good strategy. It's a good marketing strategy. Exactly. Like you and Alistair need to subscribe to this channel real quick. And <laughs> I'm like, shit. I don't even have any friends. Who do I get to subscribe to this to save my own life? No fucking idea, man. No fucking idea. Um, the ending where they kind of where they're trying to figure out, like, uh, I, I guess they go back to cabin twelve, right? And they they find the well underneath the cabin, and it's it's her and Noah teamed up to save their son, and uh, she gets you, knocked into the well. Yeah, I love that image of like Noah has run out. Yeah, the thing is closing, and she's just yelling, and I love the silence of the well closing and the TV with the shh. Like, yeah. I just think that's such a good, like, image for the movie. The visuals in this are fantastic. Like, the, the cinematography is, like, mm, like, next level, yeah. Excellent. Even, did you, did you, I, did you know, you noticed the, like, horse eye in dirt on the fairy scene, right? Where it's closed up on the horse's eye for a second. Like, that one really got me, too. I thought that one was really good. Oh, yeah, and that's, like, yeah, yeah. The, so, like Fight Club, this has a, this movie has apparently like a lot of points throughout it. It has yeah. um, clips from the movie just like interspersed. I only noticed a few, but apparently it's like, and they apparently after uh, Brian Cox's character kills himself, they flash the whole tape for like a second. The like whole tape plays, but it's like a Do they? second. Yeah, hmm. it's like sped up. What is that called? Subliminal imagery, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like whose whose face was that in Fight Club? That was Brad Pitt's face, right? Just. Mm. And the dick at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I haven't seen Fight Club in a good minute. I thought I had figured it out when I was like, look, if you pause the VHS right here, you can see Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Ian, such a fag. <sighs> yeah. Two <laughs> <laughs> forgets. Um, no, but this ending, so like Rachel goes down the well and like figures it out, right? She figures out, she sees everything that really happened. It was her mother that killed Samara and everything. Um, and then this is like our fake out ending. And I think it really worked as a, it could have closed it out. Like it could have done something. I love a bleaker ending. I hate a a love Trump trumps everything. Love is the power ending. Okay. Counterpoint. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate a bleak ending. Actually, I don't think they're never they're usually earned. I love this bleak ending. Like I think it yeah. fucking works. It's earned, and like it's bleak, but it's not because I think the reason bleak endings bother me because then it's like, all right, then so what? Like, but this 
it's like, all right, but she still saved her son, right? Like her yeah. son didn't die. She did. She figured it out. Actually figured it out after she thought yeah. she figured it out and does save her son. So like, it's still bleak, but it's like, okay, it's not like they're not all dead. Um, because when that happens, I often feel like, well, then why did I watch this? Yeah. And it's that hope, right? Like, I mean, she's probably seen horror movies throughout her life, right? Like we, we are just people who have seen these movies and like understand that like, there's always something to figure out that you can get out of this, right? There's, there's a way to get out of this. And so that's her big hope is that, you know, she's got that hope that she can figure this out. She can figure out the mystery, you know, and save everybody. Um, and the bleaker ending is that no, you can't because Samara's just a little devil child and who just likes to kill sometimes. Just gets a little thrill out of the kill, you know. Um, just what she wants to do. Let her do what she wants to do. I think, and I think like I remember seeing this in theaters and thinking, oh, that was stupid. Like mm-hmm. when I thought the ending was, oh, they got her out of the well and it's all fine. Like I remember being like, well, why'd she kill all those people? Like this is stupid. Yeah. Like I remember being annoyed like, oh, this is a lame ending. And then it was like, oh shit, this is not the ending. Yeah. We still got like 20 more minutes left and that guy's going to fucking die. And um, the point really is that the only thing Rachel figured out was how to kind of save herself and save her kid, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's and that's it. And like everybody else is fucked. Um so we'll talk about Noah's death really quick. So Noah's big death because he didn't make a copy of the tape. He never showed it to anybody. So Noah dies. This was the scene we were all like sunk into the fucking couch, like on every cushion we could get covering ourselves. Um and it looks a little hokey. It looks a little hokey on a rewatch, right? But it's fucking like, oh, and it's broad daylight. Like, it's during the day. He's working. He's just doing his thing. And the TV just fucking comes on because it's his time and comes crawling Cindy, out. Cindy, the and, TV's leaking. Uh, that's what I thought of, too. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Scary Movie 3 really has a hold on this one. It has a hold. Um, but it fucking works. And it's still like, were you creeped out still? Yeah. Yeah. I looked, I, I like did my little like, like the TV's here and I was like, mm, I don't want to be. <laughs> so the, I thought about it and there's like a very specific thing that only works sometimes in horror. And that's like the monster or the killer or whatever, getting closer and closer to like where it's extremely in your face. Sometimes yeah. it's like, this is stupid, but here it fucking works. And it, the only other time I could think of hundred percent that it does scare me. And I don't know if this works for you in it when Pennywise comes out of um, the screen that they're watching and he's just screaming, but it's like this close to his face that like, when I saw that in theaters, I literally had to look down. Cause it's like, I don't know why it's the close-ups that like, I'm like, this is too close. Yeah. It rattles you a little bit, doesn't it? Um, so I was wondering, like, do you just like, if you don't look at her, you look away. Would he have been fine? Can you right, be like, fine? I'm not looking. looking. Away? <laughs> I, if, there's, if there's a loophole, there has to be other ones. I, I don't think looking away is a loophole. I think and she's like just going to be behind you for the rest of your life. It's going to be like Danny in, in Blind Manor, you know, how she sees him in the reflection sometimes. Maybe she saw like Samara one day. She's like trying to. I think it's like almost like, the same rules as in The Grudge. How yeah, like yeah. no matter where you go, what you do, like is going to fucking get you. Mm, whatever. They like if he closed his eyes, yeah. she would still kill him because <laughs> he wouldn't see her. <laughs> American cinema loves a long-haired, you know, girl in a little white dress, right? <laughs> I think this started it. I really do. 
Of course it did. Of course it did. But like also a lot of the Japanese cinema was doing that. So it's well, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They loved it too. Um, this scene was really fucking good though. But right when Rachel comes up and finds his body and we like don't, I thought we saw his face. Me too. Me too. Do we not? Is there a cut where maybe we've seen that oh, wait. one time? Oh, you, you missed it at the end. We don't see it until she's, when she's making him make the tape, we see the flash of his face. Oh, I, I might have missed that then. Okay, okay. Because hmm. I thought we did. I thought she turns him around and we see it, but no, it's when she's making him like press the buttons. Yeah. We see the tape and then we see a flash of his face. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Fucking hell. Um, but like Rachel's fingerprints are all over that apartment. It looks like Rachel just like killed her, killed her ex. And there's motive. There's motive. He never helps. He never paid child support. You know, like. And then he's she's like on the way down the stairs, and her poor that poor his poor girlfriend is gonna go up and see it. She's too. like, she doesn't. She just Rachel's. Rachel's just like, like yeah, stay blessed. Good for you, girl. Stay blessed. Live love, love. You know. Um. But like, yeah, the whole movie just sums up. It's bleak. It's very bleak. It's just like, hey, I I know how to save my son. We're going to make the tape, and Aiden's even like, so who's so the next person who watches it? Who are they gonna die? And you got to keep in mind, it's like three days that they have to pick a person to do this, right? <laughs> like that, that's why I wouldn't have been mad if they had kept that other plot in because like that is like a, like well we know who she's gonna give it to like. I even this, like, like it darker this. than that, though. I like it dark as as far as, like, you know, we don't know who she's going to pick, and she might even just have to pick, you know, you, she's person. looking across at all her neighbors at one point, right, and just watching yeah. their lives, and they're all watching TV. It could be one of them, too. She could remember them at this moment, you know, so we don't fucking know who she's going to pick. How petty is Rachel going to get, you know? Which Starbucks barista gave her the wrong order the, the other week? <laughs> you, you pissed me off too much, Zachary. I'm going to send you uh, a fucking tape. <laughs> I love the second one where in the beginning where um, he's like getting his girlfriend to watch it. And like he comes back in the room and she's like, I couldn't look. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> she's like covering her eyes. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, this was the ring. We'll have to cover the second one. I know you don't like it. I, I love some sissy basic. I love it. I love Aiden and Rachel together. It works. God, for is Sissy Spacek in that? I don't even remember. Yeah, that. man. Yeah, Sissy motherfucking Spacek. I just remember this. You were just like, I'm not your fucking mother. I mean, like, Ugh. I'm not your fucking mommy. Yeah. It is. The plot's awful. The plot's awful, guys. It's not. <laughs> I will not even defend the plot at all. But uh, it's, it's, I, I like the characters in it. Um, let me get through my notes real quick. Uh, Rachel screaming at Aiden to go to his room and the shared, like, like, don't know what the fuck is happening on his face. The actor was not prepared for that. He did not know she was going in to do that. <laughs> he oh, ran his little ass to his trailer. And, and we got to talk about the fact that the, the like, chills, the start of the chills for me was when he sits up in bed and he's like, you helped her? Why did you help her? Yes. Get the nosebleed? So good. Let's take a second to do that. And that comes right before Noah, too, right? So, like, that was fucking crazy is is... But, like, also, tell your mom that maybe before. Right, like... She's trying to figure this out. Use your little, little witchy bruja powers to, like, <laughs> <laughs> like let her know some stuff. Like, she was in the barn, but also she's an evil devil, so, like, don't go in the barn because... <laughs> you And he's sidekick. Where do you think your mother is going? She's going to <laughs> Samara's island. She's going to go figure out the mystery. Just tell her before you get dropped off, uh, you know, on Susie's house. That yeah. we're not supposed to help her mom. No, 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 mom. No, mom. We don't help her. We don't. That's yeah. the devil. That's the devil. I can tell you the whole story when you get back, mom, but don't go to the island. <laughs> Watch out for horses. 
Uh, that's, I don't know. They're on New Jersey. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that's your Jersey accent, dickhead. <laughs> um, so it's uh, your usage. When I work, when I worked at New School in the um, admissions office, this might be something everyone knows. I learned that there was an island called Cuddy Hunk Island. I'd never heard of it before. I thought this woman was lying to me. I literally, like, after I got off the phone with her, I Googled it because I was positive this mother was lying. Because, at, I mean, granted, this was. 2009 so it was, you know like 12 years ago 13 years ago um and the mom was like we don't have internet on our island yet and i was like everyone has internet and because we we didn't send out packets anymore at the school like that was just like part of our thing you had to do it all online and she was like but we don't have the internet except for like i have to drive into the mainland and it's such a pain can you just send it to me and i was like where do you live and she told me she was like on cutty hunt island and i was like i've never fucking heard of this like i was just like i don't even know what she like is she lying like what is this and then i googled it and it literally was i forget it's i think it's off rhode island but i now always think of that island as the island from the ring because when i looked it up i found out that they did not have internet yet and it was like an island off of a state you Which is were so at weird. The beginning of a plot point for your own horror movie, there right. you dodged it somehow. There was some point during <laughs> that story because I was that nice you to the dodged lady. the rest of it, okay? Because <laughs> you almost ended up on the island. <laughs> I like put together. I put together a packet for this mother. I wrote her a nice note and I sent it out to her. So I guess it, that's why I avoided it. If I was you could have just said, no, I'll only do it through the internet. And then you're fucking dead, man. You know, yeah. do good deeds, guys. The lesson of this whole episode, do good deeds and you avoid your horror movie, right? But so like, I remember after I looked that up, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's what they based the island. But like, it had nothing to do. Like there was no connection, but that's what I thought of immediately was like, Islands like that don't exist, but then also we got it in Midnight Mass, so I guess maybe they do still kind of exist. Uh, Brownwood fucking Texas doesn't have internet either, hardly. Um, they, they have internet, but like <laughs> every time I go to Brownwood, Texas, unless I'm at my mom's house, uh, I have no service anywhere, you know? Um, <laughs> nothing. I won't get any messages. That's true. You do always say you don't get texts and stuff. It's, yeah. it's If I'm there, I'll warn people. I'm going to Brownwood, so just like, you can reach out to me, and I'll get back to you when I can. Um <laughs> But I think we can close out this one where we're going to do a little scene. We're going to do a little scene here, okay? I'm going to call you. I'm going I'm to be Samara. And I want your reaction, okay? Ring, ring. Ugh, can't they just text me? I guess I'll answer. Hello. Seven days. Fuck off! Thank you. You're still going to die. Like, I mean, you're, <laughs> you didn't avoid anything. Okay, now you're going to do it to me. I was going to try to do a Naomi Watts scream, but I can't scream. I'm, like, bad at screaming. Oh, my gosh. What does she say? Hold on. Um, okay. I'm going to try it. <laughs> Let me lower the microphone. Okay. I was going to say, lower that volume. <laughs> okay. I'm Samara. I got to dial this number. Ring, ring. <laughs> Let me dial it again. Leave him alone! <laughs> Whatever accent that was that she had, her accent came out. It was a very, she's very... Australian. Yeah, she's from Australia. <laughs> she... I heard it. I heard it. Almost the almost an H two O accent. Emma, Emma, the condensation. That's have you like seen that um, TikTok. I have not. No, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I have to show it to you. The Mike Flanagan horror movie that Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula, is in, because she's British. Her accent comes in and out that entire movie. Like, cause there's, oh, really? and I guess, I wonder if it's harder to do when you're like screaming and like 
you know, fading. I, into I would her. imagine. Yeah. Because um, I guess I that's mean, like, how do you do that with an accent? And Naomi Watts, like, she has had plenty of time since then to, like, perfect that, right? Scream with without accent, like, yes. Um, but, yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. Next week, we are going to be doing the, we're going to be doing Crawl. Crawl. Um, so, and that's for sure, because we got a schedule now. We got a schedule, so you're going to be hearing Crawl. Thank you guys so much for watching. We hope you liked this episode, and we'll see you in seven days. Wow. We will. Amazing. Perfect. You see how that works out. I was like, ooh, is he going to land this? Because that's what he should say. And then you said it. I'm proud of you. There we go. Bye, guys. Bye.